travel? I mean, I used to. <laughs> yeah. Having a, a family and stuff makes it a little less. I guess you COVID, I think, you travel less. I think COVID really put the kibosh really on traveling. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to so, travel a lot to film festivals and, uh, you know, yeah, screen films all fun. over the world. And uh, every once in a while, it would be a great opportunity to see a different place. And I, mm -hmm. I think in some ways we bonded in Toronto. Because, yeah, that's how we met. Because we were both vegan and... Bleacher bums. Yeah. So we kind of... Yeah, it was fun. Traveled around um, Toronto looking for vegan places. Yeah, so I, I'm triple vaccinated. And I also, like, uh, over a month ago, I had a very brief case of COVID. It lasted like 24 hours. So uh, <laughs> I feel comfortable traveling now. Um, so I was recently in Panama. And... Um, I had to kind of hunt for food. I mean, in general, you know, we're spoiled, right? Like, I, I li we live in like Los Angeles. I live partially in um, Nevada too, and even even Nevada has like a lot of vegan options. But um, elsewhere in the world, sometimes you really have to dig, and sometimes it's tricky because things ostensibly seem like vegan friendly, but they're just vegetarian. And sometimes, like you know, you go to Latin America and you want even just beans and rice, and the rice has. Uh, chicken so stock and the beans have lard and you really have to dig a bit and so i guess you know some countries are more vegan friendly than others I i've never been to australia but i hear they're huge on uh you know veganism and they have a lot of options um but you know i i guess my friends took me to a lot of like touristy places in panama so i i didn't really have a, a lot of authentic food but like you know we went to this like sushi place and there was supposed to be one vegan option where it was like a, a tofu-based roll. And I think they slipped some some dairy. My tummy felt dairy afterward. Like they slipped some cheese in there or something. I remember going to um, uh, this Latin market, uh, Vallarta, and I just needed some salsa. And I was looking mm -hmm. for some salsa, and it was like this red salsa. It looked really good. And I looked at the label, and they put chicken stock in the salsa. Yeah. Yes, or gelatin. It's it's hard. It's hard out there. I mean, they say uh, Tel Aviv, you know, like Israel, Tel Aviv, Israel is like the vegan capital of the Middle East. And that's true insofar as, you know, there's falafel everywhere. There's hummus everywhere. But I didn't encounter a lot of vegan restaurants. But maybe it's just I didn't encounter them. Like Lund England has a lot of vegan options. I don't know if that's because there's a lot of... um Indian people in, 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 in England or what, or just because people just English people tend are, are becoming more and more vegan. Um, I found the McDonald's in Germany had a vegan burger year, like back, back in 2019. And we still don't, what, what, what have you been your experiences? Like the best and the worst countries for, for finding options and not having to like hunt forever. I mean, I always had trouble in France. Oh yeah, everything's cheese and beef and yeah. I I just remember the best times were like getting going to a falafel place or going to a place that's strictly a vegan place. You just have to do your research and hunt these places down and and uh, you know go on the internet. Happy cow. Um, I mean, right, I think right. probably the worst vegan food experiences I've had have been in America. You know, you're trapped <laughs> in like some like weird town in Oklahoma. And, you know, just there's no, you know, vegan options in, in middle America or in, in the I, West. 
I was just in Oklahoma a week ago. <laughs> and um, let me think. I didn't eat much. But interestingly, the airport had a really good um, burrito with Beyond Meat for only $10. Usually a Beyond Meat burrito in an airport is going to be like 15 plus. But in Oklahoma, everyone in Oklahoma is so nice. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I was in this place called Woodward, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And most of the vegan food I got was actually at the Walmart. So I'd go. Oh, cool. And so yeah. they had like hummus and they had a bunch of other vegan options. I think they had a vegan cheese. So I was doing a lot of like going and grabbing a few things at the Walmart and then going off and doing my journeys. But, you know, you go to like a lot of these like bars and these places, you know, these restaurants, they're very meat centric. You know, they 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 yeah. definitely will, you know, make stuff for you. But again, it's probably going to be contaminated. It's carbs, like side order carbs that are contaminated. I was looking at a list. This is actually from Thrillist. And it mm -hmm. was like the top vegan countries. And actually, we kind of already mentioned what the top vegan countries are. UK, Israel, yes. India, mm -hmm. Australia, Thailand. Oh, Thai I've never been to Thailand. Have you been to yes. Thailand? And you had options? With Thai food, a lot of times the food is prepared with fish sauce. So yes. a lot of times you can tell them to not use fish sauce. All these countries that have a Buddhist tradition, eschewing meat, eschewing animal product is something part of their culture. So a lot of times it's easier to veganize food, you know, especially if they understand that you don't eat animal product. Being in a place like Sri Lanka, any place where there's a Buddhist tradition, you'll be able to find places that are obviously India yeah. as well. In India, there's a lot of um, a lot of dairy, milk, ghee. Yeah, that's right. I've never been to India, but again, mm -hmm. Thailand, uh, Japan. You know, you have to seek out places. Japan's hard. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of fish and everything, right? When you're making, like, let's say, a miso soup, there's shaved bonita. You know, in the in the base, there's a lot of things that can be vegan in the cooking process, but aren't. So a right. lot of times you have to seek out these places and make a, a plan. The, the hardest part, I think, when it comes to being vegan in a strange place is when you're with a group of people. Oh, and they all, yeah, this is what happened to me. They all want to go to like some spot special authentic restaurant or something or some special touristy restaurant and they're really dead set on it because they only have one chance to go like to be in this country for this one day and so you have to tag along and then you basically get like a side salad if at all yeah so i i know from my experience like going to like a film festival what'll happen is i'll be going to let's see one city or one little town over and over again like like i mean i've been up in up the Pacific Northwest and Seattle and Gig Harbor. Yeah. Gig yeah. Harbor. I know all the places that have vegan options there. You know, there's a pho place I know down the street. Eventually you learn all the cool places you can go to grab something and they, they remember you. And, uh, you know, I do think that as a vegan, you just have to plan things. And then also I think when you have a group of friends, maybe, you know, if they're going to go to, take you to this touristy place like well maybe we'll can we can go to this place mm -hmm. the next day or you kind of yeah. do some bargaining and, so you don't have to <laughs> suffer two days in a row 
And the sad thing is like, chances are you're going to end up with like a really carb, carb, no protein meal. So it, it helps to just bring a bunch of like cliff builders, protein bars or something to like supplement you yourself. So you don't end up feeling that, you know, you, like when you just eat nothing but carbs, cause that's all, you know, it, it feels really like your tummy is full, but you feel like not very nourished, not very satisfied. So when you were in Panama, what did you eat? Mm -hmm. It's like I went along with my friends. We went to this sushi place. I had the thing that like upset my stomach. We went to this. I did get one vegan burrito. Um, and that was good. But it was, I think they just went to a bunch of tourist traps. So I ended up eating like the equivalent of like Los Angeles fancy food, but in Panama. It was weird. What about that the Instagram post you had of all those people dancing oh and the table service? That was so <laughs> cringe and embarrassing. Yeah, this would never fly in the United States. Like, uh, we ended up at this like, you know, I guess fancy restaurant and it was like cultural appropriation, like Wakanda forever. It was very weird. There was literally like blonde women in like dashikis. And then, you know, they, I, I'm embarrassed to even say this. Like they had, they, they hired like a black guy to, to dress in like this like tribal outfit and like pose with a spear. And then, and then when you order a bottle of tequila, they people came this is really bad they came out in like monkey costumes and they this is horrible they like they came out to like and then they did this like song and dance to like celebrate that you ordered a bottle of tequila with like sparklers and stuff like guys don't go to clubs where when you order something they come out and do a dance with sparklers like even if it doesn't have cultural appropriation like that's just a cheesy embarrassing experience like have some taste people I don't know. People want to be ballers and order bottles and then they like they they want to have their ego stroked and have it's just embarrassing. It's cringe. I guess that happens it's in Vegas, bad. too. You know, people order something it, and they make a big deal out of Panama it. Panama had a Vegas vibe to it. It did. It's an international commercial hub, you know, because of the canal. So there's like business people from all over the world converging on Panama City. And I guess there's just a demand for the, you know, these these people. I, I don't. I just don't. Did you see it. Tom Jones there? <laughs> I didn't. Does he live in Panama? <laughs> I, know, I don't know. I just. I just assume that if it's, it's Vegas, song. he'd be like there. Or yeah, who's the other guy? Uh, oh, yeah, Wayne Newton. <laughs> Wayne Newton. Yeah, <laughs> they're. Uh, they were on hiatus. Were there Elvis impersonators? Um, yeah, it's not, okay. Like, let's not belabor the Vegas parallel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I remember being in Seattle with a friend of mine and having trouble getting vegan food. And and mm. you would think that a major city Today like you that wouldn't. That was before, right? It wasn't that long ago. It was during really? COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it wasn't that long ago. But it's kind of this thing where a lot of times it's a situational thing, like where you are mm. and. Uh, Get a protein bar. Get a couple of protein bars. Exactly. You just live on. Take the state of Texas, for example. And most of the state of Texas is like very like barbecue beef heavy. You go to Austin and it's like some of the best vet like Arlo, one of the best veggie burgers I've had in my life. You know, they are like Austin has some options. I guess it's their sort of like liberal city in in within the state of Texas. Yeah, sometimes you just have the to Houston be... The Houston airport was rough. I, sorry, yeah. I, I'm just talking about my airport stopovers, but like I had to eat an $8 peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like That's all I could find. That was... I mean, it's like, bad enough to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but for it to cost $8, and it's, you know, it's just a standard like Wonder Bread with peanut butter and jelly, like that, that was... You know, they, they have you. 
you can't leave. You're a captive audience. You got to just pay up. We're not complaining about price again, like we did that last episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> how how things I are expensive. Compl- <laughs> I was going to conclude with what this is. This is according to the Huffington Post. This is the Huffo. worst places for a mm-hmm. vegan to eat. Worst countries. Lay it on us. France. Not shocking at all. Argentina. It's like a meat center. Oh, because they have all those like meat, you know, the skew. What do you, they call that when they, they walk around with a skewer of meat and then you like flag the guy down and they cut the meat like from the skewer. Very theatrical. What do you call that? Uh, yeah, cruelty? Theatrical. <laughs> yeah, cruel. The Philippines. There's a lot of meat in Philippines. For this? Filipino food. Uh, listeners, uh, text us the name. Oh yeah, the Philippines is all like pork, right? Yeah, well, and but I mean, I think the interesting thing about like a lot of this cuisine is it all can be modified to be vegan. It's just not. Assuming they will, you know, like to, sometimes you ask for a modification, they're like, why are you insulting my food, you know? And it's funny, even though it mentioned all these like countries like Korea, Russia, Mexico, Germany. Uh, yeah, Korea. Uh-huh. Well, uh, wait, wait, wait. Korea? Russia. Okay, yeah, this all checks out. Mexico, I don't know. Germany, I thought Germany has a lot of vegans now. I think you no? have to probably be in a city center. Yeah, I guess. I, I One time I was there, uh, <laughs> the McDonald's had a vegan burger, which implies that there's a mass adoption of veganism. And, and the only Germans I know in Los Angeles are both vegan. And then also um, in this list, they mentioned Texas and the Midwest of, of the U.S. Yeah. So again. Other than Austin. Not Austin, yeah. No, that's a again, that's a special place. I think it all has to do with doing your research. And if you're with people that are game, you know, and, and want to experience veganism or vegan food, or if you're with a bunch of vegans, that's even better. But it's kind of a situation where you just have to do your research before you travel. And so you don't feel like the albatross, like weighing down the group, like we all want to go to X, Y, Z. And you're like, but what about me? And they're like, okay, I guess we'll go to something with your options too. Be the albatross. Be the albatross. (laughs) Be the change. All right, young man. So what else is new for you? What are you planning to eat for dinner? Um, I'm thinking maybe a Trader Joe's frozen (laughs) TV dinner. Perhaps the enchilada and the mildly spiced vegetarian burrito, you know, vegan vegetable burrito. You, do you have any green onions? You can just like sprinkle a I few green snip, onions? Snip, snip, snip them in. Yeah. You know, actually, I think they actually used to have little bits of green onion in the enchilada. And then recently they skimped. Um, no more green onion. Speaking of complaining about Trader Joe's frozen meals, the enchilada is pretty lackluster. I love the enchilada, but I know I I do know that if you add vegan, you know, you cook it, then you add vegan cheese and you melt it on top, it doubles its goodness. It definitely needs something. Like you need to add a little fresh. I'm fine with it as is. Okay, <laughs> but it does it does really double its goodness if you throw some daya on there. Michael Keller, it's been a an amazing experience. Thank you again for joining us. It's always an I'm honor, indebted Jason to Parker. you for no, this I am podcast to the, keep afloat. I am the dirt under your feet. I am but a little ant. No, no, I am the dirt. Ranger. 